0: the blast from our past network.
1: Are you the legal guardian of John Connor? That's right, officer. What's he done now?
0: Could I speak with him, please?
1: Could if you were here. Took off on his bike this morning, so he could be anywhere. Do you have a photograph of John?
0: Yeah, sure, hold on.
1: You gonna tell me what this is about? just need to ask him a few questions. He's a good looking boy. Do you mind if I keep this picture? No, go on. There was a guy here this morning looking for him too. Yeah, a big guy on a bike. Has that got something to do with this? No. I wouldn't worry about him. Talking Back.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim, and this week we're going to be covering the movie Terminator 2. And Dean. It's August 16th, and that can only mean one thing, my friend. What's that? What does that mean? It means
1: it's Jimmy C's B-Day.
0: It's Jimmy's B-Day. Our bro, James Cameron, it's his birthday. Yeah. we're going to rock a James Cameron movie. And in fact, Dean, our whole network is rocking Jimmy movies this week. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool, so look, listeners, hey listeners, thanks for joining. Check out the other podcasts in the network for some more James Cameron movie excitement. it's It's an extravaganza of sorts.
1: Yeah, I don't know how we lucked out and got this one, but uh, I'm pretty happy.
0: Well, I'll tell you how because when uh, when the pickens when the Pickens came up, I, I very quickly threw our name in for T2.
1: Of course. Got really it. Really wanted
0: to do that. Really wanted to do that. So, Dean, what's your history with Terminator 2? Um, Terminator 2... Actually, you know what? A... Sorry. I want, I want to stop for one second. I want to ask you first, what's your favorite James Cameron movie?
1: Oh, good question. Good question. Um, favorite is Aliens. Okay. Um, but T2 is very close. It's one of those yeah. movies where whichever one I'm watching, I'm like oh, this one's got to be the best one, right? And then I'll watch Aliens and I'll be like, oh, this one's got to be the best one. Then back to T2. Oh, wait, this one's got to be the best one. Okay. They're very, very close for me. But Aliens has got to be my favorite. I, if I have to say, I'll say that. And T2, very close.
0: I definitely think Aliens is levels ahead for me.
1: Mm. Um, okay. I
0: almost found myself liking, I, 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 I don't know. Watching T2 this time, it kind of elevated Terminator 1 for me to like a a higher status i i think you know watching what they did with one and watching what they did with two i was very impressed with what they did with one so and and don't get me wrong i love two. my mind was more blown watching terminator 2 than it was with aliens um but i just think you know i think if if i had to choose it's definitely aliens and i think it's aliens by a lot for me
1: yeah okay yeah
0: I mean, it, it makes
1: sense, like, for us, we just love that franchise, so, and that's such a great movie. Um, I just, T2 just is, you know, it's, there's so much action, there's so much fun, uh, there's so much going on that whenever I'm watching that movie, I'm always just in the middle of it sitting there being like, this is one of the greatest movies ever. Like, I love this movie so much, I couldn't be having more fun right now.
0: Yeah, totally. Okay, so now let's get to, uh, let's get to how you, how you saw this one the first time.
1: You bet. Yeah, I mentioned that uh, on the Terminator episode, um, that it wasn't really Terminator wasn't a movie that I watched when I was a kid. Um, but this was one that I tried to catch bits and pieces of I feel like this one was targeted more to kids, you know, the the main, uh, the main person in the movie is a kid, he's like a 11 year old or something. Um, so I felt like, I felt like this was one I was interested in when I wasn't really interested in Terminator when I was younger. So I caught bits and pieces of this on TV when I was, you know, a teenager. Never really watched it through, though, Um, until I think maybe maybe I was later in my teenage years. Like, I might have been 17 or 18 before I, I saw this thing fully. And even then, I don't think I'd seen Terminator. Like, I think I had just seen Terminator 2. I don't think I watched Terminator until I was like in my 20s. But um, this one I definitely watched earlier. And yeah, there was scenes I'd seen on TV for sure over and over when I was a teenager. I just never actually sat down and watched the whole thing.
0: Yeah, cool. Yeah, I I did see Terminator, you know, when I was younger. But um, I don't think I really sat through it and appreciated it until I was older. But Terminator Two, I can tell you a story about the time I just about saw Terminator Two.
1: Oh, cool! Those are always the best.
0: Well, it was the worst because I just about saw it. <laughs> yes, and I was I know. really excited. <laughs> so I was too young to go to the theater to watch this, but I was like so wanting to see it, just so excited from the previews. I remember it being just the biggest thing at the time. Like it was just a blockbuster. When Mm. there, there weren't a whole lot of blockbusters even happening, you know, and our cousin, he's a year older than me. And he, he has an older brother who was old enough to get us into the movie. And he called me up and he said, Tim, little Tim, do you want to go see Terminator 2? Because (laughs) I can get us there. And I said, yes, I do. And we made plans weeks in advance. To go to this movie, all we had to do was go to the older cousin's baseball game that he was coaching first. Okay. Sit sit through the game, and then we were going to catch the late show. Perfect. So me and younger cousin, we go. We're just like hanging out. All we can think about is this movie. We're we're so excited for this movie. We're just wandering the field talking about it. Just kind of like, when is this game going to end? It's taking too long. Yeah. And it finally ends. Um, older cousin's team lost, and he got he got a little bit of the grump grumpies. No, little, not the grumpies. He got a little, he got a little grumpy.
1: And the he losing said, grumpies.
0: He said, nah, we're not going to this movie. We're not going. It's too late. Too late to go to this movie." And we're just like, "Well, we could go right now and still make it." And then I just got taken home. I just basically no. spent my night walking around a baseball diamond waiting for a game to stop talking to my cousin about how cool this movie's going to be just to have it ruined at the last moment. And then it was a long time before I was able to see the movie. I don't, I don't even remember when I actually saw it because this is yeah. such a devastating moment to me that this is my memory totally. is the, the time I just about saw Terminator 2.
1: Ah, uh, Tim, that older cousin had the chance to be your favorite cousin of all time that night. And you know what he did? He knocked himself right to the bottom with that move.
0: Uh, no, no, he's still, I think he still was my favorite cousin for some reason. Okay, okay. He <laughs> taught me that. how to win at Monopoly. He was an excellent Monopoly player.
1: Okay, and you you always beat me. You are an excellent Monopoly cheater.
0: Yes, yeah, he, he I don't know if he taught me how to cheat, but okay. <laughs> maybe he. what he taught me was that if you want to beat people who are really good, maybe you just have to cheat. Maybe that's what I learned.
1: Maybe you just got to be the banker and slip some of that money into your own.
0: That's right, yeah. (laughs) So I learned something from him, but he would have been platinum cousin
1: if he had taken me to this movie. You might have been calling him father by the end of the night. (laughs) Maybe,
0: maybe. I, I remember it so vividly for not going. Imagine if I actually went. <laughs> exactly. yeah, it might have been the greatest moment of your life. Maybe the universe was intervening and was like doing it for <laughs> right. a reason. Maybe I was going to have a heart attack if I saw it at that age because it was so awesome. But
1: it would have been too cool. Too it was cool. too cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: My brain would have exploded because of yeah. uh, coolness overload.
1: Oh, man. That would have been great.
0: It would have been. Would have, would have could have. Uh, this movie Terminator Two. Hey, should we sing Happy Birthday to James Cameron? (laughs) You can go for it if you want. (laughs) Well, I'm only going to do it if we're going to do it together. I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, let's move on then. I just thought I'd ask.
1: I I was never a big fan of the song Happy Birthday.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a crappy song. Hey,
1: it's a weird song. Yeah, I just don't really like it.
0: (laughs) No, me neither. Unless it's your birthday, then it's like awesome. But then it's embarrassing that everybody's (laughs) singing to you. It's like it's it's (laughs) weird. You're like just give me the cake already. Yeah, give me the presents. Just drop the presents at the door and don't even come in. Just go drop the presents, leave. <laughs> I will open them. And I will thank you. <laughs> I will thank you. I'll get Yeah. You know. Mom will call you up and thank you for sending the presents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> while I'm busy playing with them.
1: <laughs> playing with my toys.
0: Yeah. I sound like a little shit as a kid, hey?
1: Yeah, you sound like a little uh, a little John Connor. This is not
0: this is not this is not what I thought as a kid. I'm just uh, I'm making stuff up right now. Okay, sorry. Yeah, it's for fun. It's for we're just. Oh yeah, anybody out there that doesn't understand, we're just having fun. We're for fun. <laughs> That's right. Our podcast is for fun.
1: Yeah. See, this is the problem, Tim, with a with a title like Terminator Two: colon, uh, Judgment Day on yeah. our on our episode, we might get some new listeners. So we should let them know oh. up front. This is this is fun. We have fun.
0: We like to have fun on the show. Yeah. Okay. But we also like to get to the movie, so let's do that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Released in 1991 with a budget of $100 million, which at the time, Dean, was the most expensive film ever made. James Cameron
1: likes to do stuff like that.
0: He does. And he can also make incredible movies on a small budget. So Mm -hmm. look out with a $100 million budget, everybody. Exactly. This movie grosses $520 million, so great job. Yeah. Great job. I'm not surprised at all. And that number doesn't take into consideration VHS sales, which Mm. broke a record selling 714,000 copies to video rental stores. Wow. And that doesn't take into consideration what people bought. That's just the rental stores.
1: Yeah. That doesn't take into consideration uh, the DVD I watched this on. I will say my DVD was Extreme DVD. I don't don't even know what that that means. (laughs) I don't know what it means. But on the cover, it was extreme. And I put it in. It
0: seemed extreme. That's a great selling point. Like if, am I going to buy the regular DVD or the extreme DVD? No, extreme.
1: Especially for T2. It's got to be extreme.
0: Yeah. Just don't charge too much more for it. And I'll buy it. Yeah. Now, this movie was nominated for six Academy Awards. And it won four of them.
1: Cool. Nice work.
0: Yeah, it won Best Makeup. Best sound, best sound effects, sorry, best sound effects editing, and best visual effects. And it lost for cinematography and film editing. Actually, going to be honest with you, kind of surprised it got nominated for cinematography. I didn't think it was Hmm. all that great. Actually, without knowing that it got nominated for cinematography, I thought the cinematography in the first one was better.
1: Oh, interesting. All I was thinking was that uh, the action was better. Like the action was
0: filmed better in this one. The action one. was filmed better. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, it's no big deal. The, the cinematography yeah. was amazing. The way that they did some of the shots in one, I thought was, was really, really interesting. They were doing like a lot of like from the camera, from the ground, looking up shots. Yeah. Um, it made me feel more.
1: The, yeah. the cinematography
0: yeah. in one just gave me a better feeling.
1: Right, the shots actually created created an atmosphere for yeah. you. Where in this one, you're sort of just watching all the action happen. Right. Um, I do think they were missing one nomination there, and that was Linda Hamilton. Like, where, where is that?
0: Hmm. Yeah, she could have easily been nominated. Yeah. Now I don't know if you knew knew any of this, but it was written, directed, and produced by a guy named James Cameron.
1: Yes, I knew it. So. But only I only knew it because we're doing uh, it's his birthday today. That's the only reason I knew it. You let me right. know.
0: Right. Uh, Music, again, was done by Brad Fidel, who did the music for the first movie. Cinematography, again, by Adam Greenberg, who did the cinematography for the first movie. Cool. Now, one of the reasons there was a delay in getting this movie, Terminator 2, to the screen was the need for these amazing visual effects. We mentioned uh, in, in our Terminator 1 episode that... Cameron actually wanted the T-1000 to be in Terminator 1, but the effects just weren't there yet. So he had to like change the story and just postpone this one. So it takes seven years, but when it's released, it becomes the first use of natural human motion for a computer-generated character. Oh, cool. Also, it was the first partially computer-generated main character cool pretty neat and cameron's work on the abyss in 89 actually served as a proof of concept for the t1000
1: okay yeah that makes sense that's
0: that's pretty cool that that's kind of like what he had in his mind a little bit there With yeah and he's
1: he's always pushing the envelope with those uh visual effects you know he's always trying to Innovate, do the next, do the the next big thing, and yeah, ninety one. This movie looks incredible, incredible incredible. for ninety one. It's and I feel like yeah, and I feel like he's flexing that right off the bat, like right away, as soon as it
0: starts, you're like, wow, this thing looks so good. Yeah, they had thirty five people working for ten months to create the effects, at a cost of five million dollars, for a total of only five minutes of CG. Wow. Yeah. What? Isn't that... Worth <laughs> bananas? it. It was is worth bananas? it. bananas. It's bananas. Great use of those effects because, man, five minutes in like a two hour and 20 minute movie? Yeah. I thought there was a lot more than five minutes. It felt like a lot. Yeah.
1: More. Would that be all the T1... That's got to be all like the T-1000s liquid stuff, right?
0: That and like the flashbacks to the war. Or yeah. the flash forwards oh, to the war. The war looks amazing. The war is amazing. That's that's the flex at the beginning. Well, let's get to that Flex. It's okay. Los Angeles, twenty twenty nine. We're back in the war of man versus machine, and clearly, it was like day and night. How much better these war- these effects in this war looked. It was everything was so clean. Yes, it was incredible. Yes, the uh, the one o one model just looks so clean and shiny.
1: Oh, totally. It yeah, lo- the it first looked beautiful. Yeah, the first look you see of it just like. Crushing the skull, you know, pan up to it. It looks so good. You know, it like turns its head at the camera and like... Yeah. You're you're like, this thing has personality already and it's, it's just this metal skull. Like, I love it. Loved it.
0: So Sarah Connor is giving us a bit of a recap that Skynet, the computer that runs the machines, sent a Terminator after her. That didn't work, but they also sent a Terminator after her son when he was a teenager. And the Resistance once again sent a countermeasure of their own. And the race is on to see who's going to find John first.
1: Great. Great setup. Love it. I am excited to get to the movie, but I'm also like, I want to watch that war movie. I'm sad we just panned away from this war we got two minutes of. I'm like, I want that movie. Where's that movie? Yeah, that'd be
0: fun to watch too yeah so same as the first movie we see a naked arnie land in a ball of magical electricity Mm -hmm. but no ass shot this time dean what the hell
1: no ass shot and tim i don't know if you realized back in terminator there was a little full frontal too i did not realize that it he when he's walking towards the punks um Oh, oh wow you get, you get a little full frontal. He walks just slightly in front of a street lamp. And I didn't get that. I was very disappointed.
0: I didn't notice that. Uh, yeah. Like, what, what do you think? Arnie's like too big now to show his ass in a movie? Like, come on, dude. Who are you? Yeah, I don't know. Mr. Big Shot now? I know. What, like Reveal we're... your butt again? We already yeah, know what it looks I mean, like. Ma- just sh- Maybe he doesn't want to.
1: Maybe he doesn't want to. But if he wanted to, it should have been there.
0: Because we yeah. wanted it. We wanted it. Everybody wanted yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey listeners, drop us a line if you wanted to see Arnie's ass in this movie. Yes, we want to know. We want to know. Yeah. Uh, a really great scene though, where Arnie goes into a bar to get some clothes. I really, really like this scene. It's always it's oh, a great, so good. great yeah. kind of great start off to the movie. It gets everyone like yeah. pumped up. Uh, so he he does what he has to do in there. He's all decked out in black leather now, and he's riding a Harley. He also looked ahead. And he grabbed a pair of sunglasses. Yes. So he's got those now, so he doesn't have to lose an eye and then get the sunglasses. He already has exactly. the sunglasses, so he's ready to lose yes. an eye. Yes, That's he's great. totally prepared. Yeah, it's he, awesome. He's learned. He learned from last time.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: Now we see another. Oh, go ahead.
1: I just wanted to say he's very violent in this bar. Like This yes. bar scene is great. He's just like beating up everyone, picking on everyone, and not flinching when anyone does anything to him. And it's it's just a great start for him.
0: Yeah, it lets you know this movie is going to be pretty violent.
1: Yeah, yeah. Even though they're playing like bad to the bone when he walks out. So they're just also telling you like, okay, like there's going to be a little bit of a different feel, but it's still, the, the violence is still there.
0: It's ultra violent, but we're having fun with it. Yeah, exactly. We're having fun with it. Exactly. Now we see another ball of magic electricity. And man, did I ever love just the way that it, we never got to see it land, but we got to see... The result of what happened and it landed right in the middle of a fence and yeah. the fence was like a circle was burnt out of it and all the edges of the fence were like glowing orange yes. in the shape of a circle. I don't know why it just seems like a I know why but I was gonna say I don't know why I like I noticed it and liked it so much because it just yeah. seems like a, like a normal effect you'd see. But it, I just thought it looked so amazing. I really just, I was just staring at it. I was like, "That looks really nice. I like that." Yeah,
1: I lo- I loved it. I actually noticed on this watch that when Arnie landed, he landed right beside a truck, and there was a and little some hole of the tra- in the yeah, truck. Curve- yeah, some of the curve- truck was yeah. missing, and that's yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, I'm the same with you. I'm like, I just, I just love it. It's just awesome that that orb lands, and we know that nothing mechanical or whatever is supposed to be able to survive in that orb.
0: Yeah, that was cool. So obviously whatever landed should be the new terminator it's the t-1000 and he gets his clothes from a cop and takes a cop car and he immediately pulls up information on john connor's address and we meet john now and he's like your classic troubled teenager we also catch up with sarah and she's unfortunately in a mental hospital under the care of that asshole psychiatrist from the first that movie, Dick. Dr. Silberman. He's back. Dick is back,
1: and he's, he's worse than ever. He's back with his face. He's back with his
0: stupid his face stupid that face. needs
1: a fist in it.
0: Yeah. So in the first one, where I immediately got this cute, adorable, lovable vibe from Sarah... That is definitely not what you're getting when we meet her in this movie. Yeah. Dr. Silberman. Even his name is stupid. I want to punch his name. Yeah. Silberman? I'm going to do it. I'm going to punch his name.
1: Do it. Punch it into Silverman because that's easier to say. Punch his name into Silverman.
0: Uh, Anyways, (laughs) he's meeting with Sarah and he shows her an old video of her explaining what Judgment Day is. It's the day that three billion people were killed by the machines. Hmm. Oh, shit.
1: It's a bad day. That's,
0: that's, that sounds like bad news.
1: Yeah, it's a really bad day. It, Tim, it's apparently already passed. It was in 1997. Yeah, apparently it didn't happen. I, I don't remember it. Yeah, so they, they must do it. something in this movie to avoid it because I don't remember it.
0: We weren't one of those three billion. <laughs> True. Yeah, great.
1: I mean, it's that's only half. It's half, right? It's. Not that bad. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. We were lucky. A company called Cyberdyne Systems is using the Terminator arm that was left over from the first movie to create tech. Mm. I I, I love this aspect. I love in any movie, whenever humans get their hands on technology, they're not supposed to have. It always makes for so much fun. I, I love it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and there's so much security around this thing. You know that they know they're not supposed to have it. Like you know yeah. that they know there's something about this thing, and they're keeping it secret. Like they're not even letting anybody know that they found it at this uh, at this site that they were at before. They're just like, keep it, keep this on the DL, everyone. We got yeah. the stuff, and we got to figure it out. Yeah, I love it. I love that they're keeping it secret.
0: Yeah. So Arnie and the cop are closing in on John at a mall, and the cop spots John. And starts chasing him. And he chases him right into Arnie the Terminator. Yeah. Now, this could have been a really cool twist if we didn't already know the Arnie-John relationship from all the trailers for this movie. Yeah, Yeah, it's unfortunate. That's what they were hyping up. And I think that was one of the things that got a lot of people out to the movie. I think it was a great marketing plan. But this would have been a real, real big twist if you didn't know that. It kind of would have It would have hit home really, really well.
1: Yeah, and they are really doing, like in the beginning of the movie, they're really selling that. They're really trying to sell you on that. Arnie is super violent in that bar. And the T-1000, like you said that you, you know it's T-1000, but you don't know at that time. You, you It just looks like a, a guy who's like, it could have been like Kyle Reese type. Like it's not him, but it could have been a human. Because all he does is they don't show you and it looks like he just punches the cop in the stomach and takes his clothes. So Arnie was actually way more violent than he was. So if this is the first time you're seeing it, and the marketing didn't spoil it, you would be like, that's the good guy. Arnie's the bad guy. I have this figured out.
0: Yeah, I think they 100% created the movie that way. And then either decided like, we we give it away in the marketing just to try to get more people out. Or just think like maybe whoever misses the marketing, will see it and they'll still get that effect. But they absolutely 100% set it up to make you think that twist is a huge twist. And actually, since I hadn't seen this movie in a while, I like, I kind of fell for it again, even though I know, I know everything, but I was kind of immersing myself into the movie and trying to imagine if this is my first time viewing it. And it was a big moment. Uh, And then I kind of went back and I'm like, well, let me check out those trailers from yeah. when the movie came out. And let me see if they actually spoil it, which they absolutely right. do spoil. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I haven't watched the trailer, but I assume it's something like, last time he was bad, this time he's good. <laughs>
0: yeah. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much.
1: Uh, okay, yeah, but it's it, it's an amazing part of the movie. It's it's one of my favorite parts because it's a gun pointed right at uh, John Connor. Uh, you know, Arnie says, get down. So right away, you're like, wait, wait, what? So he yeah. ducks down, shoots the other terminator there's a hole in him and you're just it's just so much stuff happening at once if you're watching this and you weren't quite and you didn't know that arnie was going to be good in this moment there's just so much stuff happening you're like wow what's going on in this hallway right now
0: yeah and i'm also really glad that they stuck with the idea of the weaker soldier being the protector uh same as the first one like the, the yeah, weaker totally. version of the soldier comes to help out the good guys uh, yeah. I, I really thought it built really great tension in the first one And I was very happy to see it again here. It's a good formula. Yeah. Yeah. So a big chase scene here with the T-1000 after John. And Arnie is in pursuit as well. And it ends with Arnie blowing up the semi that the T-1000 is driving. And he grabs John. Now, the T-1000 is obviously fine from this explosion and walks out no problem. Arnie explains to John that he is a Model 101 sent back to protect him. And John thinks it's pretty cool that he has his own Terminator. Yeah, which what I kid always wouldn't. Yeah, I thought the what same kid thing. Wouldn't
1: want their own Terminator, right? Yeah, come I was on, like, oh, that'd
0: be pretty cool. I always thought about like all the things I would do with the Terminator if I had one.
1: Totally, it's it's amazing. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. And that and that chase scene just rules. It's such a high point um, of the movie. Just like to have this action right out the gate. And one of the things that I noticed, because we mentioned in Terminator that the chase scenes, like, the, the car scenes weren't as good. So one thing that I did notice in this one is being, like, sort of spatially aware where everyone was. There was certain shots where they were, like, behind Arnie on his bike, and then you could see the semi down a bit lower, and then you could see John Connor on his dirt bike lower, and you just have these shots of, like, everybody just going like at the same pace and you just kind of know exactly where everyone is. So then when they cut back to John Connor's bike, you know, okay, the semi's right behind him. And then uh, Arnie's right above him on that ledge up there. And it it just really
0: made me feel like I knew exactly what was going on in that, in that chase. That's a great pickup. Yeah. I I didn't actually, I noticed it, but I didn't like, I don't have anything in my notes about that, but yeah, that is something I complained about in the first movie with all the car chase scenes where I didn't really know what was going on. I couldn't follow What was happening it was just too many quick flashes you're right they i was never lost with what was happening it was very obvious who's chasing who who's in the front who's behind how close they are like how immediate the level of threat is even in all the scenes all the um the chase scenes in this movie there's there's a few of them maybe three or four they're all shot excellently you often see both parties involved in the chase in the same shot which really yeah. helps you understand what's going on
1: yeah even when they do a close-up on one of them you know you know exactly where everyone is in relation to that one because you saw it you've seen it many times already
0: yeah this is how you film chase scenes if anyone's oh, yeah. wondering perfect so john tries to call home to warn his step parents todd and janelle but it's too late dean the t-1000s yeah. they're already the dogs are barking I love that the dogs The dogs know who the Terminators are. I always love that. <laughs>
1: yes, I, I do love that. I love that the dogs are losing their mind. It's like, hey, yeah. wait, the dogs are barking. Even John on the other end of the, the phone, he's like, the dogs are barking. Something's
0: yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, amazing scene here where Janelle, who is the T-1000, kills Todd, but kills yeah. him off screen. And we just kind of like, there's there's some anticipation there because we hear... We hear the kill happen, but we don't really yeah. know what happened. And then they slowly pan over and Janelle's arm turns from human to like the liquid metal and is sticking through Todd's mouth and out the back so of his neck. Yeah, man. Uh, this is kind of like the first time where we really see how formidable this liquid metal is as well.
1: True. Yeah, that, that's very true. It
0: can be used as a weapon. He, he's not yeah. just defensive. It's, it's offensive.
1: Yeah, and what a great person to get out of this movie with that liquid metal. Man, was Todd just a huge asshole at the beginning of this movie. <laughs> couldn't stand this guy. Useless. He's useless. He was, yes, he's useless. And so I love that we get the spike through the mouth. Like, I, I feel like this movie does do a good job of setting up the people that end up getting killed as like, we don't like them. Yeah. Um, so it's like, I just love like seeing Todd. We get to see that spike right
0: through Todd. I'm like, yes, <laughs> well done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So John doesn't think his mother Sarah is crazy anymore, and he wants to go break her out. The Terminator has to do what John says and agrees to help out. John gives him a quick lesson about not killing people because you just can't do that. <laughs> you just can't do. It. You, you just can't. You just can't, can't kill him on people. this one. You just. You can't. just can't. You just can't. Uh, you can't do that. You can't just no. kill people. <laughs> Tim, you, you can't. can't do it. You just can't.
1: Yeah. Tim, I feel like this is a lesson you you might you might need to learn. This one, I do.
0: Why? Yeah, am I a murderer? You, uh,
1: you do. You said you do your killing at any time of the day. Back That's in uh, yeah, Back to Future three episode.
0: That is an unfortunate soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> I plead the fifth, even though we live in Canada. <laughs> um, yes. So here's what happens next, Dean. We get this really fun second edition of who's going to get there first. Oh, it's yeah. A, it's a totally. second race. It's a second race to a target. Yes. So the first movie had one race. And then we already got a race in this one. But now we get a second race. It's the race to I didn't to even think of that.
1: Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Because this part of the movie is, again, it's just so exciting. Like, I I do feel like, oh, we just started over again. And now we're going to do that. We're both trying to get somewhere. I, I, I just find both these chunks very exciting in a similar way and i didn't even really think it's because we're both racing to another person again
0: yeah yeah i love it i love that they just doubled up on it yeah uh sarah here is showing us how much of a badass she is by breaking out of her room she's in like a maximum security hospital she breaks out of her room and gets a bit of payback on dr silberman this might have been the best scene in the movie where she yes. breaks starts breaking his bones? Was this this the yes. best scene in the movie, maybe? I don't know. It's it it a lot be. of fun. It might be.
1: <laughs> kicking yeah, kicking him while he's down, hitting him hitting him with the uh, oh no. <laughs> Is wait, no no, that's that's the other guy. She kills the guard or she's beaten on the guard first. She right? yeah, she hits
0: she hits the she hits Silberman in the hand, breaks some bones in his right. hand, and yes. yes. smacks awesome. <laughs> or smacks him in the leg too. She yeah. I I don't know, she may have even punched his name. I, 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 missed, oh, I missed, uh, she turned totally away for a second. She may have yeah. punched his name. This, this whole sequence
1: of her escaping. So from like being able to beat up the guard, then to like picking up his like billy club on the ground and just running down the hall, like just the coolest. Yeah. And then getting up to uh, Silverman and punching his name into Silverman. So he's That's Silverman amazing. for the rest of the movie.
0: <laughs> Great. Amazing. She almost escapes from the facility until she runs into Arnie coming out of the elevator. And she obviously doesn't take that very well and runs back and gets caught by the hospital security.
1: Yeah, so we we actually get it again. And we get it more with her because she's has history with this Terminator. She knows, like, not like this specific one, but the ones that look like this. She knows who this is when she sees him. And so she's terrified, you know, she runs the other way. Uh, it, it's so good. It's so She plays that horror so well where she just kind of hits a brick wall and falls down and runs the other way. And this is after she's been such a badass just taking everybody down she's got like drano in some guy's neck in a yeah. syringe you know like that's she's so badass and then all of a sudden just hits a wall and she's out of there like she just needs to run
0: yeah and we skipped over it but uh silberman let her know that this arnie terminator is back oh yeah right yeah, so, so she knows he, yeah. he hadn't been around in many years and now there's an, uh, another sighting so she's very worried that's why she's breaking out she's trying to get to john then yeah. all of a sudden sees this guy coming off the elevator and probably thinks yeah. John's dead, thinks she's next.
1: Totally.
0: Terrified. She plays terrified very well. She's uh, amazing, yeah. Another great scene. A lot of my favorite scenes revolve around Silberman like, getting owned in different Oh, ways. totally. Now, he gets completely owned here. When he's standing there, as Arnie beats the shit out of all the guards... Yes. and they're they're fighting back and hitting them, but no damage is happening. Then the T1000 shows up, walks through a cell door. Yes, which I think is great character building for the T1000. I think they did a really good job of like yeah. slowly leveling up what he can do, so that yeah. you just slowly understand more and more and more how dreadful of an enemy this guy is, how yep. near impossible to defeat he is. I, I like their pacing with him. Um. Yeah, it's and obviously it looks incredible. Like all the effects on him yeah. are just amazing.
1: And his gun getting stuck on the other side, just a nice cool such little such a
0: nice touch.
1: Such a nice touch of just like, okay, so he can't he can't bring anything through with him and he's not he's just not really thinking about it, you know, he's just walking yeah. through it and so like the gun gets stuck and he's got to turn it a bit to get through those bars.
0: And you don't have to do that, but it's a real no. nice little just yeah. little, you know, addition.
1: Yeah, even just to let us know that he can't, you know, turn things into liquid that he's touching.
0: Yeah. You know, even even just that. Mm -hmm. Now, as relentless as the T-1000 is, and oh my goodness, is this guy ever relentless. Yeah. Arnie, Sarah, and John are actually able to escape from the hospital. And they escape in a car, and they take off down the highway, and they're driving at night and they shut their lights off so that, like, yeah. nobody spots them. I love this line. Uh, John asks Arnie if he can even see, because all the lights right. are off and there's no streetlights or anything. And I love Arnie's line. He says, I see everything. <laughs> <laughs> there's some character building for yes. the 101 as well, right? Yes, he's, yes. He's pretty formidable himself.
1: Yes. Um, yeah, we haven't really touched on how relentless – um the t1000 is like we've been kind of talking about it but we talk so much about how uh arnie was relentless in the terminator and this t1000 is the exact same he just keeps coming and coming and coming except he's coming faster because yeah. this guy can run so fast something he runs that arnie as fast was as not as doing he runs as fast as a car and like he's legitimately running like that guy yeah. is actually so
0: fast he doesn't even breathe heavy he doesn't know <laughs> he doesn't even open his mouth he's breathing out of he his looks nose fine. i don't even he know if he's fine. breathing no man that t1000s
1: even breathe i don't know definitely not t1000s don't, don't need to breathe They're just
0: drop us they a don't line. don't have lungs drop us a line if you know if the t1000 breathes
1: i i just like that the upgrade was like and sprinting because <laughs> because yeah. the uh the other Terminator, he just kind of walks everywhere. We kind maybe. What if we make one that can run? What if he goes
0: faster? Yeah.
1: What if he goes fast? I want to go. I want him to go fast. Yeah. Indestructible and fast and and very that's, fast. That's what we need. Like he could have just ran after John Connor on that dirt bike and caught up to him. Like I don't know why he probably. got into that semi. That was probably slower than his running.
0: Probably. So they take a bit of time building John and Arnie's bond, which I thought was a really great addition to this film. I'm yeah. always looking for like a bit of heart in movies, and that's exactly what we get in this movie with John yeah. and Arnie's connection. It's very totally. pure, uh, very important as well. I think. Mm-hmm.
1: they do a good job of sort of setting up John as uh, you know he he never really had a father, right? So exactly. and he never really had a father figure. and uh todd was an asshole who was kind of his father figure for a while so um arnie's kind of standing in for that father figure that's their relationship that they're building
0: well exactly and and like while what they show us is john being the teacher to arnie like he's the one saying like hey dude like this is how you have to act in this society if you want to fit in what they don't show us but what is for surely happening is that arnie is john's father figure as you mentioned And we talked about it in the the first Terminator episode we did that Sarah basically learned to become who she was meant to be because of Kyle Reese telling her stories of who she is in the future. So Mm -hmm. very similar vibe here where John's father figure is a T-101. So everything that he learns, he's learning from a Terminator. So no wonder he becomes like the leader of a resistance. His dad was basically a Terminator yeah i love that now sarah wants to stop skynet from being built and miles dyson is the director of special projects at cyberdyne systems and his work is what leads to skynet and the destruction of humanity so sarah needs to get her hands on some weapons and heads to her buddy enrique's ranch and this dude has a bunker full of weapons this guy is he's got got all the best stuff this is like anything you could dream of weapon related this dude's got
1: yeah i love that arnie just goes into that bunker and he's just like excellent (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's good stuff it's good stuff for a terminator
0: yeah it's a nice throwback to the first one too when he went into the gun store and he's like ordering all his guns you know, this yeah. is the version of that in the, in the movie. He just kind of totally, goes into this yeah. bunker and he's like, yeah, oh, man. It's just great. grabs yeah. everything he wants. It's amazing. So Sarah has a dream here of Judgment Day. Hmm. And I definitely remember this being the hardest thing to watch as a kid. This yeah. whole scene here. The way that the fire from the explosion was just rushing across the land, destroying cities destroying trees just like destroying anything in its path and then it blasts the skin right off of sarah connor oh yeah it was disturbing for me dude Um, and it
1: keeps going and it keeps cutting back to it like it's it's not even you just get one shot of it it starts she starts on fire and her skin starts like melting away and then the blast comes and like blasts off her skin like it yeah it's a lot um this is one so i when i was younger i would have caught it on tv so this was definitely just not in the cut cut at all on tv yeah same same with when todd died that just was not in the cut those were things i saw when i was older when i when i got the dvd for this um, yeah, those, I, that is, I would say the toughest one to watch the toughest part of the movie to watch.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it, it, that always was for me. Just that scene was, just, yeah. it, was t- it was tough to take. Yeah. Um, but I want to talk about brainwashing for a second because Sarah's having these super vivid nightmares and behaves in this movie. Like she went through judgment day. Like that's yeah, a real memory. Yeah, and, like it it really feels like she traveled back in time to stop it. You know, because she lived through it. But all of yeah. this is based on what Kyle Reese drove into her head in the first totally. movie. Yeah. Like that that is amazing to me that yeah. this is she's so terrified just from what Kyle Reese told her and like Yeah. We mentioned it in the first one like he really did kind of create who she became with his stories of who she is. Like he, he, him knowing her in the future, he went back and told her who she is in the future, which created who she was in the future because she learned it from him. So it's like, it's, it's your time travel loop.
1: Yeah. Tim, I'm going to be honest. It did not follow you there.
0: No. Okay, so no. like sh- she becomes the Sarah Connor of the future based upon who Kyle Reese tells her she is yes. because yes. he knows her in the future. He knows her character and who she is. So he's able to go back in time and explain Give to her, the information her she who needs. she is in the future. Yeah. And that causes her to become that person she is in the future. <laughs> yeah.
1: You got him, Tim. You nailed it. You nailed it. Did I? I don't know. I I think so. You know what? When I watch her at the beginning (laughs) and and I hear her talking about that and I hear her talking about Judgment Day, I do forget at the beginning of the movie. It seems like you're right. It seems like she's been through it. And these aren't just like... It seems like these are memories, but they're dreams. And then you get further down into the movie and you're like, yeah, they're dreams. They're just... She's so afraid. Or like she just has had it drilled into her head and she's only been thinking about that moment. Like he just talked to her that one time and then it's just, she's been thinking about it year after year after year that she has these vivid dreams about it like it actually
0: happened. It's so strange. It's so cool. Yeah, I I think like to maybe make it a little bit easier, basically Kyle Reese- (laughs) Don't do it again, Tim. Don't do it again. (laughs) Kyle Reese uses propaganda to create Sarah Connor. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it
1: works. It works it works I mean the, you can just you can just tell by those
0: muscles she has it works yeah yeah she's um ripped the the kid at the the park in this scene where uh, everybody gets melted uh that was Linda Ham- Hamilton's actual son that played that part of the kid in the playground
1: oh. sad he got melted
0: yeah he's yeah he got melted they well, had she to melt got melted him. too
1: she's <laughs> right yeah so they're so together um they're together. yeah
0: no that's awesome that's cool now, Sarah decides to go after Miles Dyson and change the future.
1: Yeah, I mean, might as well change the future. No
0: no fate. Yeah, no fate. Well, that's easier said than done, changing the future. Uh, yeah. John and Arnie go after her. And I like here that Arnie says, tactically, it's a bad idea to do this because the T-1000 has access to the same files that he does and may anticipate this move. That was cool. Tim.
1: Are we yes. racing to another
0: person? We are. Well, we're no, racing. we're not. We're not. We're okay, not. okay. It turns out we're not, but I liked that yeah. he said this could be anticipated, right? It's a yeah. tactical maneuver. It might work, but if the T-1000 thinks of it, it might not work. Turns out the T-1000 yeah. was not thinking of it.
1: Right. But John Connor doesn't care. He doesn't care about that because John Connor doesn't like people dying. He wants to save people in this movie. He might be a little shit, but he doesn't
0: like when people die. Dean... You can't just go around killing people. You can't. You can't just you can't just go you can't just around can't go around killing, killing people. people. You can't.
1: It doesn't That's, matter. I I want that on a shirt with uh with John Connor <laughs> with Edward Furlong's <laughs> face on it and it oh, says you man. can't just go around killing
0: people. So do right? I. Yeah. Right? I also want a shirt with my explanation of how Sarah Connor <laughs> became to be with John Reese's story or sorry Kyle Reese's story i want that and on me in shirt. the middle me in you the don't... middle
1: saying i don't follow and then you explaining it again
0: <laughs> my explanation, maybe on the back maybe on the no, back my explanation is taking up the front and the back you can have <laughs> you can have some room on the inside of the shirt to write okay, what you so, want to write sounds good. we're getting those made everybody drop us a line yeah. if you want one of those shirts <laughs> uh how do you think it's going so far I, I think it's great. I don't know. I, hope I think James. it's good. I hope James is enjoying it. James
1: is listening. Yeah. I, I think, know he listens I think to he's show, liking yeah. it. I think yeah, he he actually, playing. I think he turned it off when we refused to sing him happy birthday.
0: He may have. That was your fault. I was ready to go. Hey, I know. I know you were. That's okay. So Sarah finds Dyson in his home. And this is another really great scene where yeah. she just shoots up the house. She's trying to kill him. He's like scrambling for his life. He gets shot. His wife and child are terrified. Uh, what did you think of this scene?
1: So good, Tim. Um, I, my, my favorite part of it is is obviously the end when she runs in there. He, she's already shot him through the shoulder, so he's down. But the kid's jumping in front. The, you know, the mom's trying to pull the kid back. And Sarah just tells everyone to stay there. She's pointing the gun at him. She gets so close to pulling that trigger and you can just see how intense she is. And then you can just see it all fade away and it just all go out of her. And she knows she can't do this. She knows she can't just shoot this guy for something he hasn't done yet. And just for something he might do, not even knowing he's doing something wrong. You know, like we've seen, we've seen him already in this movie and he just wants to make like planes that are going to fly by themselves. Like he just wants computers to be smart. He doesn't know he's doing something wrong. And she knows it in that moment that she just can't do that. She can't pull that trigger and she just collapses. Like it's one of my favorite moments for her in this movie, just the intensity and then immediate switch to, um, just sort of collapsing and falling down and and knowing that she can't do this
0: and Mm. she shouldn't
1: do not knowing that she can't knowing that she shouldn't do this. It's like, it's, it's, it's for her character for us to sort of get on board with her.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm glad
1: that Arnie doesn't come in and stop it. I'm glad that it is her making the decision not to shoot him because now, now she's on the team and now, now we can continue on with the movie from here.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, I like her rant where she just kind of goes off still. Uh, Oh Once Arnie and John do show up, she's just like. Amazing. He's like, well, I'm not going to really, I'm (laughs) not going to, you know, I didn't know this would happen. I didn't know that that would happen. And she's just like, people, or she's like, men like you made the atomic bomb. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> fucking men like you, like just blah but She just keeps going and going and going, just like making everybody there feel uncomfortable with her rage. Yeah, her f- yeah John's her just like rage. mom. Yeah, <laughs> just I, so he's so. I like that too. I like how John is yeah. the most rational person out of their crew. Out of Sarah, yeah. a Terminator, and little little old John, who's a shit yeah. disturber. He's the most rational one. Yeah. It's really interesting. He's like the most mature person there.
1: I think his character is really great in this movie. I love that he's a little shit disturber. And it, yeah, it's just like, this is what he's like before, you know, before he's going to be that leader, but he has those qualities. You can still pull them out just like this, just like this moment where it's like, he's nice. the one keeping the
0: cool. Nice. Yeah. I didn't actually consider, you know, I didn't really put that together that, yeah, he is, he does already have those leadership qualities Yeah, in this movie. He is like, he is a leader. That's amazing. Yeah. I love it. Uh, Dyson says he won't continue with his work now, but since somebody else might, they do still need to go and destroy the remains of the Terminator. So it's off to Cyberdyne Systems, and they get there, it's after hours, and they force their way in, but security notices and calls for backup, and they asked for all of the backup. They just said, send everyone you've got. Yeah. They they knew who Sarah Connor was and they knew who Arnie was and they're like send it all. Yeah,
1: it you're right though that it's like they they knew exactly who those two were. So yeah. it's
0: like it's almost like they even expected them to come one day. Uh maybe maybe I mean Arnie was all over the news that day.
1: Okay, okay, uh, yeah, so it might have been, the because I don't remember the exact line he said, I don't remember if he said it's like, oh, it's those two that were on the news, or if he was like, because like, they would have been at the site that they got the equipment from, right? Both of them would have been at that site that I they think, got the equipment I from, so I wonder if they...
0: Off the top of my head, I know for sure he references Arnie, yeah. and I am pretty sure he references Sarah in some way, he's like, it's the guy from the mall, and it's this girl, right. Okay. and okay, he's like, right, send yeah. everybody you have yeah okay and they actually do send everybody they have (laughs) it's great it's great
1: yeah i love uh i love john's line when uh when he says the cops are here and uh sarah's like how many and he says all of them all of them them. they're all here
0: there's seventeen thousand cruisers out front there's a hundred thousand (laughs) troops enter
1: the front door
0: There's like 77 helicopters. Yeah. Uh, there's just everything. Everything that there's that many is, is yeah. there. We counted. Blo- blocking the building. I like to count stuff like this in, in uh, yeah. the episodes. <laughs> and I counted. That was a painstaking process. I counted totally, all this. Man. but it's this is the yeah. truth. Now, Arnie says he's going to take care of the police. And again, we get another one of the great scenes in the movie mm-hmm. where he kicks through a window and starts unloading with a minigun on yeah. the cops yeah and he destroys so much police property yes he a destroys lot. <laughs> so much yes the cars, cars the, the helicopters the everything everything is exploding everything yes. but he doesn't kill anybody he doesn't even damage no. anybody the de- his no. damage ratio was like 0.0 nobody yes. even got like warmed by the fire of an explosion
1: yeah. Okay. Nothing. So I was wondering. I was wondering what the uh, what the decimal was there for. Like, why this wasn't an integer. Why this was like why there were uh, this was a rational number. Like, uh, what would be point four? I want to see that human casualties at point four. What's that look like? Maybe break an arm. <laughs> right. Right. Someone's Something Someone's like close. If you don't. Yeah. That number's going to go up if you don't tend to them right away. Maybe.
0: Well, uh, point point four would have left us confused, but point zero means nobody had anything yeah. happen to them so
1: no i know yeah 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 i just yeah, like i like that good. there is a decimal point there it's yeah it's very machine of him to have a human casualties have programmed into it a decimal place
0: what well, also shows that he's listening to john too right it's like totally John's like, yeah. you can't just don't don't do it don't do yeah. it and he's like okay you know what i'm gonna secure this situation i'm not gonna hurt anybody and here we go just can't kill anyone you just can't kill anyone and he he also like he points his his gun at a car and then lets the characters kind of run away before he pulls the trigger like he totally. Even, like, hesitates.
1: Totally, yeah. It's almost like he's waiting for them to clear the well, zone. For sure, he uh, was because he's sure. got like that. He's got that grenade launcher thing too. I don't know what that is, but like, yeah uh, I love that. Yeah, that little thing he's launching, just oh, like yeah, grenades oh, with. So he's he waits for them to clear before he shoots it and blows up their cars
0: that out of all the weapons in this movie, that was my favorite from him when he had the grenade launcher from, from the first movie and the second movie, this was my favorite. And I also really love like all the cool guns they have Mm -hmm. in this movie. Now I would say that this is something I take for granted nowadays because you just kind of expect sci-fi movies to have like really cool guns and stuff like that. Right. I can, I can tell you back in the day this was one of the cool things you'd go to the theater to see is like, what kind of cool weapons might be in this movie or like, yeah. how many guns are there going to be machine guns? Like, what are they going to use? This movie and the first one did not disappoint in the yeah. weapon area. Like the first one had cool guns. But this one took it to the next level. Him with that grenade launcher. That's just the tops for me. I yeah. absolutely love it.
1: Yeah, and they, they also made a couple of the sort of regular guns. Um, they, let, they let the characters load them cool in, like, a cool way. So, like, when Arnie's on the bike and he's spinning the shotgun around to load it, like, it just looks so amazing. That
0: looks so yeah. cool.
1: Yeah, and then, like, uh, we'll, we'll talk about another one later, coming up later, but another cool load. Yeah.
0: So, a tactical team is deployed inside the building... And Dyson gets gunned down. But before he dies, he blows up the entire floor. And Arnie is now on the main floor with uh, John and and Sarah. And he's using his grenade launcher. And he just basically juggernauts it here. Yeah. (laughs) As they're trying to get out the front door, which is blocked by the police. He walks through... The machine gun fire of 10 guys, basically. They're just all shooting at him at the same time. He's taking all the bullets, walks right through it. Then he shoots all of them, but doesn't kill them. Definitely yeah. damaged them all. They're all... <laughs> some of them sure. are never walking again, but they no. they will be alive.
1: He made sure he took out those kneecaps of a yeah, lot of oh them. Yeah, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> then he takes their own gas grenade launcher and shoots it inside and a whole bunch outside nobody yeah. can see anything everybody's coughing no. and in a hell of trouble and then he steals the tactical van the tactical yes. swat van he smashes it through the front doors so that john and sarah can climb in yeah dude and this wasn't an, this wasn't an, uh, an, an alpha terminator flex right here oh yeah this yeah. is really <laughs> alpha
1: This was like, all right, you know what? We got to let Arnie, like we've been benching him a little bit here. We got to let him (laughs) do something here. People want this. So what I really, really like is he starts this scene by saying, I'll be back. He says the line and he says it to John and Sarah and he ends it by crashing a vehicle through the front door. And that's exactly what he did in the first one. And he said, I'll be back. He grabbed, he got in a car and he crashed it through the door. And Amazing. I think that like I think that's definitely set up intentionally. And I think there's lots of things like that in this movie where there are lines that have been said that if you watched that first movie mean something to you. Um, and another one that just comes to mind is when um, Sarah first, sees uh, arnie back in back in the uh, in the hospital when he says come with me if you want to live which is exactly what kyle reese said to her right and right. so she that's when she looked at him puzzled like why would he say that why would he say that line how does he even know that line um you love it
0: yep agreed man good points
1: yes oh and one one more thing before we move on they did Dyson sure. real dirty here
0: they just opened fire on this guy they don't know he wasn't a hostage that's true yeah i know they they did do him dirty but he he was breaking the rules he basically broke yeah well i mean he broke the laws of cyberdyne systems but i don't necessarily think he did anything against like the police law so he shouldn't have been shot you know maybe he should have been fired but he should not have been (laughs) shot to death
1: yeah he was they just kicked down the door and opened fire on him like they weren't even like are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> Are you doing this under your own will? I don't like know. hands up. It or... seemed nothing. He's yeah. Yeah. Just hands. Like, yeah. It seemed They extreme. kick it open, I can see them. I, yeah, I can see them opening on Arnie and opening on Sarah. You know that's fine, but like <laughs> Dyson here just gets lit up. Come on, it's just them wanting to cover up. Like, right? Evil corporation.
0: Now, Dean, guess who finally decides to show up. Yeah, no kidding, eh? For someone who considers himself good at tracking people down, <laughs> yeah, it sure did take the T-1000 a long time to get
1: here. Yeah, I see him on the screen and I'm like, I haven't seen this guy in like 45 minutes. I almost forgot about him.
0: <laughs> I what was he doing? He's
1: getting, he's getting
0: poli- he was off getting polished
1: yes totally the first half of the movie was all him and then he comes back you know what i think you're right about the polish though because he comes back with very reflective sunglasses mm. i think he was just polishing those things up just so you could see everything in them
0: he makes a good call though when he does get back here he takes over a helicopter <laughs> in a great way <laughs> in a great way yeah it's an iconic he, scene he is now in pursuit of the van that our friends are in and uh, you know again we talked about the chase scenes really great chase scenes it's really cool action shots here of this helicopter actually flying at street level chasing this van it's amazing like oh it's so good this little helicopter is so maneuverable they're actually flying it maybe eight inches off of the highway yeah my goodness did that look amazing
1: yeah, when it goes like uh, when it goes under the bridge, I'm like, "No, you didn't. You did not fly that thing under that bridge." And
0: they did. That's that's not yeah. special effects. That that fucking helicopter flew under a bridge. Amazing. I love that. When you can do that for real? it Looks so good.
1: Yeah, I love that we've had this little break in the T-1000 because he's relentless, right? So I like that he's been out of the movie for a bit so we can have these other characters grow a bit. And then as soon as he's back in, it is like, okay, we're running and it's go time and it's a helicopter flying under. Like, it's just
0: going and going and going. It's awesome. Yeah, it's really intense. Um, As the helicopter's chasing the van, Arnie hits the brakes and the chopper smashes into the back. And both of the vehicles are disabled. Yeah, yeah. That's a good move. Now the T one thousand just decides to get into a semi truck, the next best thing, like he would, like he would. It's pulling a liquid nitrogen tanker, so this is where I start to think I know how the movie's gonna end. Totally, yeah. And Arnie, uh, oh, they're now in a truck, like a little pickup truck. <laughs> right. There's a really kind of like, kind of funny joke here, but also. I kind of get it and then I don't get it. It's like, um, John's like, can't this thing go any faster? And (laughs) Arnie's sitting on like 60 miles an hour because John said don't go over 60 before because you don't want to bring attention to yourself for the cops. So he's like, yeah, he's they're sitting at 60 and John's like, go faster. And Arnie's like, the vehicle is at its maximum speed. Yeah. And I feel like it's because John told him not to go faster than that. So Arnie's just keeping it at that level. He hasn't given he hasn't given him the new order to go faster than 60.
1: Right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's the case, though. It might
0: not be, I, but... Like,
1: I think after they changed the chip in his head, he was able to sort of reason things out a bit more. Like that. Like that situation. Where he boy. wouldn't have to exactly... What chip? What are you talking about? When they took the chip out of his head, they were turning off his read-only memory. His chip was set at read-only, so that he couldn't he couldn't write any new behaviors. So you know that scene where they were uh, had peeled back his head and they took the chip out, right? So when when Sarah almost smashed it, they actually just needed to flip a switch so that his chip could now be written to, so he could now learn a bunch of new things, and it, it makes him more. They were saying it makes him more human like he can he can develop um how to learn and how to reason in certain scenarios. So I wonder um because like at the end of the movie Timmy's going to he's going he's gonna to not listen to John. So I I feel like true. After they flipped this switch, he's able to make the right decision and not just have to go like letter of his programming. Okay.
0: Yeah, then I would I would agree with that. That would make me feel a bit better about that whole scene. Yeah. But then Then what I would say is I think that's a miss on like the creation of this movie because I can't remember if it's if it's like don't go over 40, 50 or 60, whatever it is, whatever the number John says, I think it's 60, whatever John says, I think you're right that truck when they're driving it, the speedometer needle of that truck it wasn't just all the way barely yeah. floating over 60 like you can see it's yeah. not even at like 65 it's just kind of wavering between 60 and maybe 63 and john yeah. says go faster go faster and and arnie's like the truck is at its maximum capacity so yeah. maybe maybe yes maybe the truck was at its maximum capacity maybe it couldn't go any faster but i think then just make it 70 so i'm not confused about it you know make the truck go 70.
1: It, yeah it, just make it, it, it like clearly
0: added some confusion for me because i was yeah, like i don't totally. understand what that was all about
1: i know yeah because i was i was also thinking like this truck i'm sure this truck can go faster than that like
0: <laughs> i'm sure it can go a bit faster it is carrying yeah, a terminator it, though
1: true yeah <laughs> don't make it the exact number yeah don't make it the exact number that um john had said earlier I, i'm with you i'm with you man I didn't even think about that at all. I just thought this truck was a piece of shit. That's what I was thinking in this uh, in this moment. But that's a really good point because when you when you say it, I, re- I remember that exact scene when he tells him not to go over sixty.
0: It's just a weird thing I picked up on from the very first yeah. time I watched it, and then every yeah. other time I watch it, it's always in my head. And yeah. I just I don't. There's no there was no answer to it for me, so I thought I'd bring it up. But I like your explanation of it. I like to think that Arnie wasn't just like following. John's rules even though they're like in a life or death situation so I like to think that Arnie you know had some idea ideas of his own and would go faster if he could so yeah yeah now Arnie asks John to drive and Arnie gets out of the truck he runs through the flatbed of the truck right up onto the semi that the T-1000 is driving right up to the windshield and just unloads on the T-1000 with his machine gun that? that I don't think I've seen a gun shoot faster than this gun in my life. <laughs> this thing no. unloaded a clip in like one second. And this guy had like 60 bullets in him. It was amazing. That that visual is amazing. Just him sitting it's on top of that so truck unloading cool.
1: into the just right into the driver's seat. It's so good.
0: Yeah, so they um, they all crash now. They all crash into a steel factory. And the liquid nitrogen tanker is leaking. The T-1000 mm-hmm. is getting covered in it. He starts to completely freeze up. And his arms and legs are like breaking off here as he's trying to walk. They're just snapping off. Perfect, yeah. And he ends up freezing in a final pose. And Arnie shoots him. And he explodes into a million little pieces, and the end.
1: The end. It's over. It's over. It's great. That was a awesome. great movie. I that love that That was a great movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking the whole time. I was like, "How are they gonna stop this T 1000 And then you're this right. Tim, makes once sense. We see that liquid nitrogen. We got. We got it. You're gonna freeze them and crack
0: them. Perfect. Blow them up into a million pieces. It's awesome. Perfect.
1: But then you know what? Then what? My wife. Then my wife, sitting beside me, said. What happens when that warms up again? Wait, what? What happens when that warms up again, Tim?
0: Wait, you mean it's, it's not over yet? It's not over. It kept going. Credits did not roll. Oh, yeah. It's because they're in the molten steel factory. <laughs> of course. The the T-1000's melting. Uh, and we, we do get more awesomeness here. Where oh, all yeah. the tiny little shards... Mm-hmm. That had been exploded. They all start to slowly melt. They so look cool. Beautiful. They're beautiful. Yeah. Like chrome reflections. They all start to gather back together. And the T-1000 starts to form a full body again. Oh, man. This is just, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful yeah. scene.
1: It's beautiful. And uh Arnie, the Terminator's there. And he says, uh, we don't have much time. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, yeah, you have 10 seconds to run this thing. Look at those puddles move. They are coming
0: together. You have no time. No. Yeah, you have. You do have 10 seconds, basically. So you have 10 seconds. Turn and run. You have 10 seconds. Let's go. Use that time to run.
1: Yeah. Everybody's injured, so they can't really run. But yeah, this. I, I love this. I love that. I, I love that I couldn't solve how they would stop this this terminator and then i thought i did and then they're like nope nope never mind and now i really don't know where we're going you know now i'm like well now it's
0: how how are we gonna ever stop this guy i like that they foreshadow how it's gonna end with this liquid tanker truck yeah and then it doesn't work yes and you can't even stop the t-1000 with foreshadowing (laughs)
1: <laughs> you can't how are you going to stop, stop them if you can't
0: even stop them with foreshadowing how oh are you going to stop them there's
1: no way Tim there's, there's no, no way. way ask any writer there's Dude, no way
0: I get so anxious at this point yeah. in the movie I, I yeah. legitimately think that the t-1000 might win and yeah you know that's that's not like your typical movie where the bad guy wins but I for sure don't think that all three of our crew are going to make it out alive this guy is too powerful i don't know who's gonna die i don't know how many maybe all of them but i'm not expecting the whole crew to make it out yeah so arnie has told john and sarah to run and he gets it on -on one-on-one with the t1000 he is completely outmatched and the t1000 easily wins round one And I also really like that we're kind of back to the same type of like ending sequence from the first movie. Like it's very another like very paralleled thing in this movie where they just kind of like go back to the first one because it worked in the first one. So let's just do it again. Yeah. Uh, So I really loved the vibe of this whole end sequence.
1: Yeah, I really liked how this fight between them was much different than the first fight between them because yeah. they fought like right at the beginning of the movie. But it's very different because it's very hot in this, uh, this, this, this molten lava factory. Um, it's very hot. So the T 1000 is kind of melty. So anytime that, uh, that uh, Arnie tries to use anything to hit him with, it kind of just goes into his body and then the T-1000 is able to like kind of take it out or the T-1000 is able to like shift around a lot easier than he did when he was in an environment that wasn't so hot because he's so Mm. melty. So it actually gave him an advantage in this fight because he easily handled Arnie in this one.
0: I never thought that that was a thing. I I, I just always thought that the T-1000 could just do that. But if you
1: watch the first fight, he never does anything like that. He never just like makes his body liquid and to absorb something and then turns it around on Arnie in that in that very first fight.
0: Mm. So that's why I thought yeah, like point, maybe he's just but... a
1: little melty and so he's able to easy mm. do it more easily.
0: I don't know. Yeah. yeah, that's that's very interesting. I I've never considered yeah. that. Uh I don't yeah, I don't know. That's that's interesting. I don't know. I don't know if that's actually a thing or if maybe he just adapted like his, the way he fights or. It
1: also. Yeah. Also could be true. Like he just, he's doing it and he didn't need to do it before, but now he's doing it, but he's definitely, he's definitely showing more moves than he did earlier definitely. in this fight.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Now, Sarah blows a hole through the T-1000's head and that was another great effect where she just like <laughs> so blows good, so his good. whole eyeball out and his like head yeah. expands and man, Arnie, uses a metal pole to almost cut it in half. Another awesome looking thing. Awesome. Like yeah. It looks like they're kind of, they might be able to do it, like they might be able to yeah. defeat this thing. But again, he just like, f- he solidifies his body, just makes himself whole again. And again, another one-on-one fight here with Arnie, where he's totally outmatched and he loses again. And the T-1000 basically decimates Arnie here. And it looks like Arnie is offline forever at the end of this fight. Yeah. It looks like he gets yeah. terminated. His, like his, like the light in his head goes off. It's like his yeah. looks like his, his system shuts down. So yeah, we think Very he's sad. dead. Now, cool part where the T1000 is pretending to be Sarah, and we get two Sarah Connors. And I always thought those were just really great effects. But that is actually Linda Hamilton's twin sister Leslie, who was yeah. used multiple times in this movie. Yes, not just for this twin scene; she had speaking parts in other scenes.
1: Yeah, I didn't know that. Amazing! I couldn't. Tell. Amazing!
0: I couldn't. It's incredible. The,
1: yes, The scene I was talking about, where they were peeling back uh, right. Arnie's skull, that was her. She was in that one. She was yeah. Linda Hamilton was the one that we were seeing in the mirror. And her sister was the one delivering the lines. Right. Um, it was yeah, so cool, so, so good, cool. and and I like I like the fact that we've been told that the T1000 can sort of um, replicate anything that's sort of its same size as long as it's made contact with it. So he earlier had poked through her, um, had poked through Sarah Connor's shoulder just to sort of tell her to call out to John because his main target's John. So he poked through her shoulder to do that. And so then after that moment, he was now able to turn himself into her.
0: Right. Yeah. So the real Sarah is just about to kill the T-1000. She kind of sneaks up from behind. She's shooting it over and over again with this shotgun And each blast is taking it a little bit further back, a little bit further back, a little bit further back. And we can see it's going to the edge of this, this ramp, this catwalk. And she's just about to knock it off the catwalk into this molten steel. And she runs out of shells. It was such a heartbreaker.
1: It's a heartbreaker. I love this scene so much because she's she's hurt on her arm because of like him oh, stabbing yeah, another her. Another cool year. loading of the gun, right? Exactly. So she's loading that shotgun with one arm, like just right beside her loading it and then shooting and then loading again with one arm. It looks so cool. She's just like advancing forward and forward and forward. Very cool scene. I wanted her so badly to win here to just be the one to deliver that final blow and then the gun runs out and you're, it's just
0: heartbreaking. But luckily, Dean, Arnie comes back to life. He reaches them just in time to shoot a grenade into the T one thousand, blowing the shit out of it and causing it yeah. to fall into the liquid steel, where it dies a very painful death, it seems. And yeah. it deserved it. I like <laughs> yes. that they I like that they made it look real painful. Right. Because I don't yeah. like him very much.
1: No. Not a very nice guy. Kind of a dick. Um, I like that he falls. We don't just see him disappear into that lava stuff. He falls in and he is in in peril in here. He is in anguish. He's screaming. He's turning into all the different people he's turned into before. Yeah, that was cool. Which looks awesome because it's yeah. all the people for sure. The they definitely shot everybody in like that he that was in that scene. They shot them doing that part so it looks right. awesome
0: i'd like to see what it would look like if dr silberman fell into the lava oh yeah if only we could have got that Ugh, that would have been good it's fine don't worry it's
1: fine though you know what he, all all we needed all we needed was the t-1000 to have one time been him and then we would have seen it we would have got to see him in that lava and
0: it would just have oh, been so satisfying they done that why didn't they do that
1: That's the, that,
0: Tim, that's the only change I would make to this movie. Yeah, that would be a great change. I would like that. Yeah, that's an upgrade. That would be, yeah. So they throw the original Terminator arm into the lava. They throw the chip into the lava. So that's all cleaned up. Everything's fine now. Except in a nice twist ending that I really, really appreciate, Arnie must now sacrifice himself because obviously we need to destroy any remnants of this Terminator and he's a whole body. So this was actually a pretty tough moment in the movie because John and Arnie have bonded so much through this movie. You know, again, we touched on it. The closest thing John has to a father is Arnie the Terminator. And, you know, now... Arnie has to like destroy himself in front of John. Yeah. It's like, it's yeah. pretty it's, it, devastating.
1: It's devastating. It's even worse because Sarah in the middle of this movie gave sort of, we, we heard inside her, like her inner monologue saying like this Terminator is kind of the best father he could have. That right. He will always be there for him. He will never turn his back on him. He will just always be sticking out his neck for him. This is the best dad he could have. I've been trying to look for someone to be his dad. This is the best dad he could have. And then this happened and you're like, yeah, he will never leave him. He will always be by, by his side to protect him. But then this moment comes and it, it is really sad. It's that there you said it, Tim, that this movie gave you some heart and this is it. This is it coming through right at the end. They put in that work earlier and now we're feeling it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So John has an emotional goodbye. And they lower Arnie into the lava. Yeah. And dude, if that wasn't hard enough already. That son of a bitch, Arnie, gives us a thumbs up. He gives us a thumbs
1: up, and we know he learned thumbs up from John. Yeah. We know it. And I'm not crying. You're crying. You're crying. You're the one crying. I'm not crying. You're... It's you. Tim. Tim, I now know why you cry.
0: <laughs> you Yes, you win. You win, Dean. <laughs> you win. I am incapable of crying, but I understand why you do. Exactly. <laughs> uh Uh, sarah says she has a sense of hope for things to come yeah because a terminator dean a terminator was able to learn the value of human life she says maybe they can too and the end
1: boom good end good movie great movie great movie Great movie. I love this movie, man. I just like, I want to always be watching it. I feel like this is a movie that I can watch so many times.
0: Yeah, I've watched this one a bunch. I wanted to throw it on
1: every day of the week leading up to this. Like it just every day after work, I was like, should I watch Terminator again? I probably could watch it again, right? I just, I love it. I love this movie. Let's go watch it right now. I would. I would do it. I would do it, Tim. I would watch it right now. Let's do it okay is that it we're just shutting off we're shutting this we're ending this one with let's go i'm not watch just Terminator saying 2. it no, let's just do it let's watch <laughs> okay, okay. the
0: movie right now
1: yeah great movie love it um yeah one, one of fun. my favorite
0: one of my favorite movies of all time for sure me too me too uh yes i think it holds up really well just an amazing action movie incredible yeah. special effects still look amazing uh a, a bit of a groundbreaker of a movie that i think you need to like take into consideration when you're rewatching it, you know, cause effects oh, yeah. obviously are better now than that. Even though that these effects hold up completely. Uh, yeah. Just consider this movie when it came out, Oh what yeah. these effects look like. It's amazing. It's mind blowing. I remember yeah. this movie just being the best thing when it came out. I just can't say enough good things about it. James Cameron, happy birthday Thank you for making this. Thank you for listening to our show.
1: Yeah, yeah. Thank you, James. We appreciate it. I know you tune in every single week, but we really appreciate it that you listen to one of a movie that that you directed yourself.
0: Drop us a line, James, if you have any questions or want to work with us. Yeah, if you want to work with us. Exactly, yeah. Dean, thanks for joining. Yeah, Tim. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll... Catch you next time. Hey, everybody. I'm Corey. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late-night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax.
1: You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want, this is what you get.
0: That's it for another episode. Thanks to everyone for listening.